Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Ditch Decade Diets Podcast. I am your host, Lorna Perozo, certified food freedom coach and founder of the Ditch Decade Diets Academy. I've spent 10 years in an unhealthy relationship with food, binge eating, over-exercising, and feeling insecure in my body. This podcast is all about helping you get to the root of your food struggles and teaching you how to rewire your brain so you can end binge eating. If you're ready to improve your relationship with food and cultivate more self-love towards yourself and your health, this is the podcast for you. So let's get to it and jump right in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Ditch Decade Diets podcast. Today, I'm going to share how social events are different when you're binge free. So, you know, social events can be so triggering. I remember being so anxious, like weeks leading up to a social event because I was going to see people that I haven't seen in a really long time. And I was always, you know, worried about what other people are going to think about my body or somebody making a comment about what I was eating or how much I was eating. And, you know, there's trigger foods and I didn't want to spiral out of control. I didn't want to fall off track. So I know social events can be really challenging to navigate. But in this episode, I want to share how social events are different when you're binge free to really get you excited as to what's possible for you. Because this didn't just happen for me. I didn't just all of a sudden have this easy, effortless, balanced relationship with food where social events feel effortless right now. I healed my relationship with food and I put in the work, but this can also happen for you as well too. I'm not a special unicorn. I struggled so much with social events and now it feels effortless for me. So I'm going to share with this with you to really give you some hope, some encouragement and some excitement so that you can look forward to social events. Again, it doesn't have to be scary. You don't have to get anxious every single time. I promise you can enjoy your social events again and fully be present with your loved ones, no longer stressing out about the food or what your body looks like. But before we go ahead and dive on in, I have a brand new free masterclass that I can't wait to share with you all about. So this masterclass is going to be about how to navigate digestive issues and binge eating. So for me personally, many of you guys know my story. I've always had stomach issues. I've always had to be mindful of eating the foods, you know, eating certain foods because I would get super bloated. I struggled with IBS, uh, very heavy, like digestive issues, SIBO. And I never really had the same level of freedom that other people did to just like eat whatever they wanted. I needed to be mindful. And I know so many people struggle with this, whether you have IBS, you have hormonal issues, digestive issues, bloating problems, food intolerances, you need to be mindful of dairy and gluten, maybe even PCOS where you can't necessarily just like eat what you want, but you still want freedom you still want to be able to enjoy foods without binging or without being in crazy amounts of pain, right? So I'm going to share with you how you can be mindful of your health 
while not feeling deprived or restricted. This is completely free. It's a masterclass. So if you'd like to join, you can see all the details down below and you can register. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited. I cannot wait to see you then. It is completely free. So if you feel called to join, I would absolutely love to have you. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive into today's episode. Hello, everybody. I am excited to chat with you as I'm recording this. It is Easter. So hello, everybody. Um, I want to talk to you guys about social events and how social events are completely different with a healed relationship with food. So I'm going to share with you the difference between what social events used to look like when I struggled with binge eating, emotional eating, overeating, and body image struggles, and what they look for Uh, what they look like now that I am healed and I am binge free. And I share this to number one, help you to feel less alone. If you are currently experiencing um, some similar things that I went through when I used to struggle with binge eating and also give you some hope and something to look forward to as to what can happen for you when you heal your relationship with food and you conquer binge eating. So the first thing that I want to say is going to social events when I used to struggle with my relationship with food, I used to not eat all day. It didn't matter if I was going for lunch. It didn't matter if I was going for dinner. I literally would not eat all day because I didn't know how to eat. There was so much fear of like, I don't want to eat too much because I want to be able to be hungry when I show up, right? I want to be able to eat when I go there, because if I eat too much and then I'm not hungry when I go to the social event, I mean, let's be honest, there's going to be 9 million thousand comments. Lorna, why aren't you eating? You always like eat like a bird. You never eat. You guys know those comments that people make, you know, when you're not eating. So I'm like, okay, well, I have to find this balance between obviously not eating too much so that I can go there and I can eat and be hungry and enjoy the food, but also like not eat too much because I don't want to be so full that I'm not going to actually be able to eat at the social event. And it was so hard because, you know, it's like we hear about like, oh, you're going to have so many more calories when you're at the social event, you're going to be eating foods that you normally don't eat. And that can feel really scary. So for me, I'm like, well, I better like hoard all of my calories. I I better, you know, save up my calories that when I go to the social event and I overindulge, I'm not going over my calories. Like I'm not overdoing it. I've saved up calories. I didn't eat anything all day. So it makes sense that I can go to the social event and have what I want. But for me, I was terrified like so terrified to eat at social events, whether it was an aunt's house or a friend's house. Like I was so worried because I always made my food myself and I always made my food very plain. So I would, you know, eat very plain, like, you know, plain chicken and plain broccoli. And whenever I would go to these social events, there would always be like sauces and, you know, all of these things like higher calories. And 
I, a lot of the times, like wouldn't want to eat other people's food because number one, I didn't know what was in it. But also number two, like I was terrified of the calories. So a lot of the times I wouldn't eat all day. I would show up to the social event. And then also I would have so much anxiety that I would barely eat at the social event. Even if I was hungry, even if I wanted to eat, I was so worried about like, what are other people thinking about what I'm eating? I would, I hated eating in front of other people. And I know I talk about this a lot, but honestly, like I felt like everyone was just judging my food choices, even though nobody was, it's like, we always think other people are thinking about us. We always think other people are talking about how much we're eating or look at what she's, look what's on her plate when really people literally do not care. But I had this like weird anxiety of everyone's probably talking about what I'm eating. Oh my gosh, if I, you know, eat some chips and normally they don't see me eating chips, they're definitely going to be talking about it. Or if I'm having dessert and normally I don't have dessert, they're definitely talking about it. I just had this like weird belief that like everyone was just going to be talking about, you know, my food choices when I was, what I was eating. So I would not eat all day. I'd go to the social event, barely eat, like literally, and I would be hungry. And it's so interesting because I would never get dessert. I would never have dessert. I don't care if it was a birthday party. It was Easter. It was Christmas. I would never have dessert. And partially because people knew me as like, the healthy person. So even when people would, you know, distribute cake at a birthday party, or they would ask like, or they wouldn't even ask, they would just give people dessert. They would automatically just skip me because they knew that I never had dessert. So even on those times where I did want the dessert, I was so scared to be like, oh, this time I'm having dessert. Cause I knew there would be comments. I knew people would be like, oh my gosh, Lorna's having dessert. Oh my gosh. Like wow, like, oh my gosh, like what a moment. Like people would just comment like silly things like that. So even if I wanted dessert, I would hold back from what I actually wanted in fear of comments from other people. And, you know, I'd be sitting there and I'd be thinking about the dessert so much more. I'd be thinking about the food so much more because I really wanted it, but I didn't have the courage. I didn't have the bravery to actually go get dessert or go get seconds or put more carbs on my plate. Even if I wanted seconds, I'm like, people are literally going to judge me because let's say I was around people and they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so full. And I'm like starving because I didn't eat before I went. So I was so hungry. So if I even had my first plate and I was still hungry, I would be too terrified to go get seconds. What are people going to think? Oh my gosh, they're literally going to think, that like I'm eating so much. And I always felt this need to like justify. So, you know, even when I put like, I don't know, a lot of carbs on my plate, I would always feel this need to justify like, yeah, you know, I had a really awesome workout. So got to fuel my workout. Or if, if I did go up for seconds, I'd be like, well, I barely ate today. So it, it was like always this need to justify what I was eating. And this is because I cared so much about what other people thought. I cared so much about, you know, what other people thought about me, what they thought about my body, what they thought about how much I was eating. So really that was the first biggest thing. I would not eat all day. 
And then I would also not eat at the social event and I wouldn't, um, I wouldn't actually have what I wanted to eat. Okay. The second thing that I would say is I would, because I wouldn't eat what I wanted at the social event, what would happen after almost every single social event is I would come home and I would binge. After almost every single social event, I would literally come home and binge. And my family and my friends were so full because they honored their body. They ate how much they wanted to eat. If they wanted dessert, they had dessert. So they were full. Like if you go to a social event and you listen to your body and you have the appetizers, you have the dinner or the lunch, and then you have dessert, like you're not coming home and looking for something to eat. Like you're full, you're good. But for me, because I didn't eat all day and then I didn't actually listen to my body. I didn't say yes to seconds. I didn't get the dessert. I barely ate. Of course I came home and I binge like crazy. I would consume thousands of calories at like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock at night because I was so deprived. I truly was so deprived. And this was so hard to come to terms with because I'm like, if I literally just had what I wanted at the social event, I would have prevented this binge. If I would have just had the dessert, I would have been satisfied and I wouldn't have had this need to come home and binge on all of these thousands of calories that actually aren't satisfying. So that used to be my reality when I struggled with my relationship with food. And this is really common, like coming home and then it's like your, your, your safe time to just binge because, you know, those people that see you as maybe the healthy person, or they see you as somebody who never gets dessert. It's like, you feel like you can't get dessert because they see you in that way. So when you come home, it feels safe to have the dessert because no one's watching, but also internally it feels, I felt like a fraud almost because I'm like, here I am binging on thousands of calories when people saw me barely eating. So people see Lorna as Lorna barely eats. Lorna never has dessert. Lorna eats like a bird. You know, all these things of like what they saw. And I don't blame them for having those thoughts. I don't blame them for even commenting like, Lorna, you never eat because they never saw me eat. And then I came home and I would binge and I felt even worse because I'm like, People literally think I am this one version. People literally think that I'm somebody who doesn't eat. I eat like a bird. I don't like dessert, blah, blah, blah. And little do they know, I probably binge on way more calories than they've had like all week. So that was really hard to come to terms with. So now that I have healed my relationship with food and I am binge free, I want to share with you how my social events are different. So last night I went to my parents' house for Easter and normally, like I said, I wouldn't eat all day and I woke up, I had breakfast, I went to a yoga class. I actually did a run, which is so crazy. I mean, now my ankles are like broken. My ankles are killing me because I didn't wear the proper shoes, but anyways, I had my breakfast. I went to yoga. I had lunch. 
I came home and I had lunch. Even when we were going out for dinner, I'm like, I still have lunch because I'm hungry. So then when I get to the social event, yes, I'm hungry, of course, for dinner, but I'm not ravenous. I'm not like, oh my gosh, when are we going to eat? Like, I need the food right now. I was, I was hungry, but I wasn't ravenous starving. I fueled my body. So when I got there, I was like, okay, whatever's for dinner, I'm going to have. I didn't bring my own food. I didn't stress about the calories. I didn't say, oh, no, I can't have that because the calories, whatever my mom served, it was a delicious steak dinner um, with some black rice. If you've never tried black rice before, you should definitely try it. My husband and I are literally obsessed with jasmine, uh, basmati white rice, but the black rice is also really good too. So we had that with some salad. Um, It was really awesome. And, you know, my parents do eat very well, like, you know, very healthy. So I always feel good going to their house. Um, but regardless, I didn't, you know, stress out about like, what's going to be there. I didn't not eat all day. I had my breakfast. I had my lunch. I had whatever was served for dinner and then came dessert, came dessert. There was a bunch of different desserts that my mom makes and I had two desserts. Like one was not enough for me. I'm like, I'm going to have two. So because of that, I came home and I was so darn satisfied. I wasn't overly full because I listened to my body. Two desserts was definitely enough for me. Could I have maybe had a third one? Sure. But I knew that I probably wouldn't feel well. And it was late at night. Like we always have dessert, you know, you have dinner and then you talk and then, you know, come dessert is a little bit later. So I'm like, if I have three, I probably am not going to feel good. So that's it for, for now. I don't have the all or nothing mentality. I don't go to social events and I'm like, this is the only time that I can have dessert. So I better have the third dessert because I'm not going to allow myself to have this tomorrow. I don't, I'm not in that mindset. So I'm like, I literally can have dessert tomorrow. So I don't need the third, the third one. And my mom actually, she was like, oh, do you want to take some dessert home? I'm like, heck yes. So I took some dessert home and, um, Now we just have some, um, we have some here, but there is no scarcity. There is no, oh my gosh, the, you know, I'm not going to be able to have dessert tomorrow. So I might as well go all in. That's what a lot of people struggle with this all or nothing mentality. Well, if I'm going to have dessert and it's this one night that I'm going out for a social event, I better overdo it. Like, of course I'm going to have multiple desserts because my diet starts tomorrow and I don't have that mindset. Another thing um, normally when I would, um, let's say I would bring either leftovers home or I would bring dessert home. I would feel so anxious in the past. I would feel so anxious the next day because I wouldn't want them to be eaten. So I had this weird thing with leftovers where I would like wake up the next morning. And even if it was like eight in the morning, and we had leftovers, I literally would go into the kitchen and eat the leftovers because I wouldn't want my family to eat the leftovers before I did. I was so particular about like what I was going to eat that I would literally be eating leftovers at like eight in the morning. And today, which is the day after I went to my parents' house, my husband started eating some of the desserts and I wasn't like, oh my gosh, like you need to leave some for me or which ones did you eat? Like you need to save the ones that I want for me. I was just like, okay, he had some dessert. 
And then a few hours later, I had some, but it wasn't like, I didn't have this need of like, that's, these are my desserts. Before, when I had that unhealthy relationship with food, I would like hoard the desserts and like wake up at eight in the morning and eat them all because I didn't want anyone else to eat the leftovers. So it's just so much more freeing. There's no more all or nothing mentality. I actually fuel my body. I'm not starving myself all day. I'm not, you know, I'm not not eating what I want. I am confident in my food choices. I go up for seconds if I want. I have my breakfast. I have my lunch. Even when I'm going out for dinner, I don't come home after and binge on what I really wanted because I'm satisfied at the social event. I don't care what other people think about how much I'm eating. I don't care if I have two desserts and somebody else doesn't have any. I don't care if I say no dessert to dessert and everyone else wants dessert. There's also that too. This is owning your food choices. This is being unapologetic about your food choices and not worrying what anyone else thinks. At the end of the day, you need to be satisfied. Yeah, no one else is watching you except for yourself. And it's so interesting because we always think like everyone else is like watching how much I'm eating when really it's just you judging yourself and you believing that everyone else is watching what you're eating, you know? And it's like, even the way that your body looks, it's like, oh my gosh, like, are they looking at my stomach? Are they looking at my arms? And they're like, they're focusing on their own thing, you know, like nobody's looking at you, but it's like, we believe we're on the spotlight and all eyes are on us when really everyone's just focused on, you know, their own stuff. So, you know, it was just so, so nice to go to a social event. Um, you know, it's almost been three years since I've been binge free, but I still celebrate these days because it truly is so special. And, you know, the fact that I can just like be so present with my family and my husband and see my cousins and see my aunts and my uncles um, and, you know, just be able to spend that quality time is just, it's everything. I don't care what a person looks like. It's what they have to say and what they do. Absolutely. And this is like, this is exactly what it is. It's like the way people make you feel is most important. Like I am so attracted. I'm so drawn to the people that make me feel seen the people who, you know, have eye contact with me and they make me feel like very validated. They're listening to me. They're not like looking over here as they're having a conversation with me, like they're present, they're fully there, you know? And it's so hard. Yes. Because, you know, in a society where we live, it's all about like, you know, status and looks and all these things. Right. But the reality is it's like, I want to go to a social event and I want to share even like really good news of like, what's going on in my life. I want to live such a big life where I'm successful. I'm happy. Like things are going really well in my personal life, in my business, so that I can share that even, you know, for Easter, my, my husband and I, we went and we went to my parents' house and for the first time we shared with my aunts and my uncles that um, we bought our first investment property, my husband and I. And, you know, that is such a huge accomplishment for my husband and I, because we literally just moved into our house. So to be able to do this, like within a year buy an investment property, like that's massive for us. So I went to the social event. I'm like, I can't wait to tell my friend, my family members that I bought an investment property. Like, that's what I was excited about. I wasn't like, oh my gosh, like, what is my body going to look like? Or what are they going to think about how much I'm eating? 
when you heal your relationship with food, you stop thinking about food. You stop thinking about your body. You start thinking about more, more important things. And because I have the mental capacity to think about more important things other than food and calories, I get to succeed in so many other areas of my life because I'm not held back by my relationship with food. So I, I share this to really give you guys hope and excitement for what you can focus on when you heal your relationship with food, because, you know, there's so much more to social events than stressing about the calories, like being present with your loved ones, um, having really good conversations, you know, catching up with your loved ones. It really is so beautiful. So hopefully you guys found this helpful. I just wanted to share that with you guys and yeah.